It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! It's Monday! Hey! And I don't have much energy. Uh, <laughs> really? What'd you do all weekend? Uh, Played baseball. I was at the golf tournament yesterday. Yeah. Great finish. Uh, nice Did you pitch well? I only pitched the. So this was supposed to be an off weekend for me because I start just about every game. Yeah. Um, it was supposed. Jay, to put be your mic easier, on. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he was. He said he was a little. He put his mic on. Uh, it was supposed to be an easy game. Yeah. Uh, I ended up having to come in in the eighth and ninth to close out a ten nine win. Oh boy! And it shouldn't have, it shouldn't have come down to that, but it did. So was your arm not feeling it because uh, you weren't no, expecting? No, no, I felt fine. I threw fine. Um, yeah. I just, you know, it's a different mindset when you come to this park just expecting to pitch. We played in Rocky River, by the way. Oh really? Where yeah. did you play? Uh, Baholnik or uh, it's a nice field. I just can't think of the name. It's by Target. Oh, at the at the the, and I, the Catholic school, uh, Lutheran Westfield. Maybe, maybe perhaps yeah. across the street from a park. Mm. I don't know. It was just yeah, behind right. a target. There's a little league field. Yeah, not, I live not right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it yeah. just, I don't know. It, it, it didn't wear me out. I just don't have energy. Mm. The, it's do, a Monday. Do you, do, what position <laughs> do you play if you're not pitching? Shortstop. Okay. So were you, play, so were you playing the, the field during that time? I played or? shortstop okay. the first seven innings. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't like. And it was, in, in the first four innings, we left two on. And then in the second, third, and fourth, we left the bases loaded. No, it was Guardians-esque. That's almost impossible to that do. We left, left 11 men on base in <laughs> four oh innings. My God. And I flew out. I had a couple of loud outs. I flew out the deep left with the bases loaded to end the second. Yeah. Um, so I was, I, you know, I contributed to the uh, to the ineptness when it came Man. to getting hits in the clutch. Yeah. But we were in cruise control. We were winning big the whole game. Yeah. And we just slowly let the opposition chip away. Right. One of our pitchers were getting tired, and my manager said, I'm going to need you to close it out. And I'm like, okay, I'm there fine. There you go, Jay saved the I'm day. I'm just tired. I don't yeah. know why. I think it's because it's Monday, too. Do you All guys right. find yourself naturally less energetic on a Monday compared to a Friday? Because I do. That's a fair question. Um, I let, think, let, me, let me phrase it yeah. this way. I've long said if I could invent anything, anything, outside of curing cancer and helping mankind, yeah, sure. I would invent something that I like to call the Friday pill. Mm-hmm. And here's what happens when you take it. Yeah. You take it and you automatically get that feeling head to toe. Right. Morning to night that you have on Friday. I, it's an unbelievable euphoria. I, I, I would say the I, I, I like that because you have the tons of that weekend's coming energy yeah, for Friday. Yeah. I would say it depends on the time of year Monday. Now that I'm thinking about it. I think summer Mondays are tough. Because, okay. you, you know. You're just so relaxed on the weekend, especially in the summer. Yes. Even if you're doing something athletic, it's just relaxing. True. It's beautiful out. You're just enjoying life so much yeah. that it's a little hard to get back into work mode on Monday. Football season, it's not. Football season on Mondays, I'm ready to go. Yeah, because we've got so much to right. talk about. You yeah. know, we just watched the game yesterday. Right. Most True. cases, ready True. to fire it up. But from a weather standpoint, like I'm a total sunshine guy. Yeah. When it's 30 and snowing and a Monday <laughs> well, morning yeah, in true. November – Keep me away from sharp objects. Yeah, well, I mean that's a tough, tough it's lift. It's tough, yeah. I mean, so I shouldn't complain because at least it's sunny and it's gorgeous. It's still yeah. smoky out there. Can you guys smell it at I, all? A little bit again today. It came back. God, it's uh, annoying. Yeah. To Canada, try. get your shit together. I, I, I took a, my son. By the way, it's I like. Love. So it's my son went to sleepaway camp yesterday. Oh, He's first going time for ever. Six nights, first night ever. Oh, wow. I was more nervous than he. Like I was all anxious about it. Really? That's my first time away from him sure. when he's not with his fa- family besides sleep over. At a How was house. he? He was great. Couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to kick us out of that, <laughs> that cabin. Hey. He's like, all right, guys, see ya. So, oh, so, that's so funny. I'm like, you want to walk us out? He's he like, no. He goes with his, with his classmates. <laughs> he, he has um, 
a, one good friend that went with him. Yeah. And then he was at like a, a science camp a couple of weeks ago where he met this kid named Reed. And it turns out they were good there too. So he was in a bunk with him. Oh, too. nice. So good. he knows two kids. I went in there. This cabin, it felt like it was a thousand degrees in there. Oh. I could never have slept. But yeah, he was for kids so only. excited to be good for him with Man. his buddies. Now, do you have communication with them? None. That's the best way to do it. Man. Yeah, I think I that's slept, the best way to do it. I don't know if it was because he wasn't home. Usually, I don't ever set my alarm clock because I almost always wake up between six thirty and seven. Right. No matter what. O no matter what. Right. Almost every day. So I never set an alarm clock. Was like for some reason I have to get up early. Today. Right. I woke up at nine o'clock this morning. What? I could not believe it. My wife and I woke up at the same time at nine o'clock. That's She's crazy. Like, and we had somebody come into the house at nine to do some work in the house. She's like, we got to get up. I'm like, what time is it? I'm like, was it 745? She's like, no, it's not. Why do you think that is? Because he was away and maybe you were more relaxed, not worrying about him in the I other room? I don't know, or? but I was. Like last night, I was all antsy about him being in the camp. Maybe that now nervous energy knocked you out. Yeah, I guess so. My, my mom destroyed <laughs> my life doing that one year. One year I went to camp. Yeah. And it was, we were older, like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. And it was a co-ed camp. And it was like, it was camp where it was not in the same places, but it was girls in the girls' dorm. Yeah, ours is, his was yeah. co-ed so, yeah. so we like, I'm like, man, they're like, yeah. So they tell me, See, this is this is a problem where they need to educate black people more when you're doing non-black things. They said... <laughs> Camping it's, is non-black, It's right? very non. I'm like, my mom didn't know <laughs> nothing about non. it. Yeah. And so she was operating off the non-black camp thing. She thinking yeah. we're going to be outside in tents, yeah, moving right. around, getting dirty. So she sends me with this, this package of clothing that was unacceptable. I tried to tell her. I'm like, no, we're around girls and females. These are people I don't know. I'm very vulnerable in my youthful age. I will I will develop a Were you back. wearing a mosquito suit? Oh my gosh. She put me, she sent me, she's I, you know, starter coats was big back then. Those starter coats? Starter pullovers was huge. And I had one of the flyest winners in the game. The Jacksonville Jaguars just came out. I had the coldest one. It yeah. was black. I was ready to go. I had my little Air Force in my shoes, my joints. She says, you ain't wearing none of the old school clothes there. I said, Mom, this is not a sign. She says we with a Chicago Bulls jacket that was a band Chicago Bulls trench, <laughs> and the bull had trench. the bull had messed up chromosomes, and it was <laughs> one horn was long, the snout was wrong. So you got it at a discount because it was oh, it was imperfect. Bro, they, say. they got that at the Goodwill, and I got clowned. I hate to interrupt. Go ahead, McNuggets. We have. The Browns just tweeted something out that we need to play. By okay. the way, that Guardians tweet is fake, so don't anybody get caught by yeah, that. Yeah, and be careful on this one, too, then. No, this is from the official okay. Browns account, okay. and right. I think it's te it's teasing something for tomorrow. Okay. I want to play the clip. I want to tell you what I think it's teasing, because that would be huge. All right, let's go ahead. Let's play the clip. Hey, Jim, new stuff just came in. That's all it can mean. He's wiping the the orange right off the helmet. They We've are been asking for it. Gee, you've been crying for it. I, I've, been, I've been told by insider the white helmets were coming for a while. I was just disappointed for the simple fact that the Bengals got there first. There's been a long cold war in, in gear when it comes to the Browns and Bengals. The Browns will have these white helmets, and I believe these is from the um, the. 1964 or something, 1960s. Now they had the, the brown helmets with the all white with the double setback letters. I believe they're going to the with the white helmets. Now they only wore those white helmets one time. I think the, it one is a specialty helmet. Well, yeah. no, I mean even throughout the year, they'll probably only wear it a handful of times, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I love the fact that they got it. Finally, who took? Hey, shout out to y'all over there. Y'all be getting a hint. Y'all be getting a hint. Jerseys are huge in the streets. And guess what? All you guys need now 
is uh, some grays. Give me another alternate. People have been asking for uh, orange orange jerseys again, too, like the yeah. orange ones. But the oranges don't match because technically they never really wore orange jerseys back then when they had the orange pants. So they don't match. They'll have to come yeah. up with those. But generally speaking, I love it. By yeah. the way, and, and maybe part of it is jerseys, and maybe it's a different generation. And we're going to get to another Browns topic in a minute. But being around a lot of kids recently with my son playing sports and coaching Little League. You see what they like. There's not a lot of kids like, hey, listen, I, I'm not meeting a million kids. Right. A lot of kids, they're not Browns fans. Really? There's a lot of kids that are not Browns are they, fans. Does that, are you saying they're not NFL fans, but they are but they are fans, but they're fans of another team? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, so, and, I think you're right. I think that's generational. Yeah. Um, my nephew, I've talked him out of it. Yeah. Born and raised in Cleveland. Yeah. You know, he's now 14. He, for the longest time, if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Tried being a Golden State Warriors fan. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I got you know, now he's not blood. It's, it's, my, uh, it's my wife's sister's son. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I, you know, I try to have a little influence on him when it comes to sports. So I was like, yeah. and, and by the way, this is when the Cavs were great. Yeah, right. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I love Steph Curry. Love yeah. Steph Curry. Uh, and I get that. But what I don't get is how a kid born and raised in Cleveland can can root for not just, it's like rooting for the Steelers if right. you're born and raised here and you're and right. I don't get that, but they want to be associated with winning. And, or, yes, and the or cool good, jerseys or, or cool players. We're seeing more and more of this. We've seen it in basketball now for a while where right. kids root for players, not teams. And we're starting to see it more and more in football, too. Especially yeah. quarterbacks. Right? So, There's a lot of Chiefs kids that are Chiefs fans because they love Patrick absolutely. Mahomes. Absolutely. And I get it. If you, but, never, if you never have fun, interesting offenses – you don't have a quarterback. You don't win. You don't win. Yeah. And your jerseys are Halloween colors and one of the worst colors out. Why would you get young kids to like you? You're, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, and you're not stop. really on TV. I mean, you do it because of geographical right. Right. You know, or, you, or familial, like right. dad, grandpa, cousins, uncles, right. brothers. But if your parents aren't huge football fans, exactly. you, know, you know, but, yeah. but here it doesn't make sense because most people are big football fans here. Yeah, yeah there was this uh, – I wish I, I don't have the numbers – off the top of my head, because I saw this study probably seven or eight years ago. Yeah. And it was fascinating. Of all of the team sports, basketball is the one that has the least loyal fans in oh, terms of geography. 100%. Yeah. But after that, it was football, which surprised me right. because a lot of football fans, when we grew up, it was the Steelers and the Cowboys. Oh, the, yeah. And the Niners. Niners the Niners, yes. too. See, so you're a little younger than yeah, I am. True. But for me, it right. was the mid-70s. Yeah. It was the Steelers and the Cowboys. I have a lot of kids that I grew up with that are Steelers fans. Cowboys and, and Niners. For so, me. I thought for sure that it could be the NFL would be the least loyal just because right. fans from yeah. random cities jump on winning fan bases. I think but. also baseball is a more regional sport. You don't, I, True. You don't watch as many outside-of-the-market games. We're in football and basketball. You every see game, them all. You see them all. The, yeah. the good teams uh, are on TV So, is that what we consensus think? White helmets? I, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's almost... Way. Yeah, that's cool. They At least almost they're trying something away. different. That's good. Yeah, what did you think of the dude wipes uh, <laughs> angle to it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought the commercial was a little cheesy, but who cares? So yeah. that's, you know. Clearly, they got paid for it. It was a yeah. sponsorship deal. Sure, yeah. Um, I use dude wipes. I like them. Yeah, <laughs> I use I use, I use the JV dude wipes. Oh yeah, what's yeah. the JV dude wipes? They uh, uh, just wipes. It just, just, it's, it's just it's uh, equate. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a generic e equate brand. <laughs> okay, just a generic brand. All right, Joe Thomas on the show today. He's coming up at twelve thirty. I can't wait to talk to him because he's very shortly going into the Hall of Fame. Somewhere we knew his career would end. Yes. Really, from the day he was drafted, he was yeah. oh, he was just about as much a can't miss at that position as you could find. He is as all, as high of expectations as we had for him, he exceeded them, Yeah, I think. So he'll be on at 12.30. We're going to play a fun game with Joe, too. Yeah. How well does he know the, the gentleman that he's going into the Hall of Fame with? 
So that'll be a fun quiz yeah. game that we're going to play. We talk about Browns, Cavs, and Guardians. Of course, devastating weekend for the Guardians on on a lot of fronts. But um, this was the weekend, if I circle it on a calendar, where my enthusiasm went from moderate to diminished. Uh, especially yesterday. The yesterday way was a that one gut away. punch oh my God. of every reliever they brought into the game on Friday and yesterday yeah. was just covered in gasoline and just made everything worse. Uh. It was it was really 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 bad, yeah. and the Twins caught fire a little bit, and right, now right. they're starting yeah. to put and a little bit of their schedule is much favorable. I looked favorable. at it. I looked at it for the first time Friday. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Mm. The Guardians better win the next two weeks because after that, their schedule yeah. gets really. They've tough. got some. They've got some cupcakes coming up. Yeah, you got Pittsburgh coming up and bull. Kansas City, but Rangers, sweep. Obviously, one of the best teams in, in yeah. the American League, but. When, when it's it's who the Indians have been really for the last ten years. Yeah, they beat up mm-hmm. on the teams they should beat up yep, on. Right, yep. right, right. They're above average against the middle of the road group. Right, and they're b- woefully below average Texas, against the powers. As l- Texas leads the majors and runs score. They have like 125 more runs in the Guardians. It's, I think. it's unreal. And yet it? they've allowed the same amount of runs. Let as the me Guardians. ask you this, Bull. Yeah. Um, whenever there are stats that are so wildly eye popping, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like the fact that the Braves now have the third best OPS in the history of Major League Remarkable. Baseball behind the 27 Yankees and the 95 Indians. Yeah, that's crazy. Ironically enough. Whenever I'm seeing a team collectively all overperform, yeah. my mind immediately goes to what are they doing? Right. And I don't mean what are they doing above create- board. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm talking. Yeah, are they banging garbage cans? Are what they are they all, doing? You know- like, I know we're using pitch comms now. Is there a way to intercept that signal? I don't know. I don't know how Good they're. Question. I don't know what they're doing. But when I look at the fact that the Rays and the Rangers, everybody on these rosters are having career years. Yeah. I mean, the Braves in particular. Braves have a lot are of talent. Braves I mean, are loaded with talent. Yeah. But the, what they're doing with it, I mean, I mean it's, it's crazy. I just. It's it's the same thing that it, when, when guys are you know have thirty five home runs at the break. Now yeah. Otani is a freak. He's I don't I don't yeah. for a second think that he's using anything. But you know the era I'm talking about the late nineties sure. and through the two thousands when a guy was amassing those home runs. I knew they were doing something. I just right. didn't know what. I remember uh, the one that stood out the most, of course, was Brady Anderson. I mean that was just had like eleven home runs as a career high, and then he hits yeah. fifty two. Yeah, it was like oh, there's something. Fishy yeah, there. what yeah, in yeah. the world is going on there? All right, <laughs> lot to get to. Yeah, let's start with uh, with Hopkins. D Hop signed with the Titans over the weekend. I think I have the terms right. Two years, twenty six million. Was that up what to, it was? Up to thirty two with incentives. Oh yeah, with yeah. incentives up to thirty two. Now, obviously, he was a guy that was mentioned as a potential sign for the Browns, yeah. particularly because of his past history with with uh, with. Watkins, uh, Watson. or I mean, with Watson. Yeah. I don't know that. Uh, when I saw this, uh, there was a piece of me that said, "Oh, damn, we're not going to get him." Yeah. But also at that price tag, I thought, "Well, we we just can't do that." Am I oh, wrong? Why not? Why not? Well, I'm going to go back to yeah. honestly, you're the one that told me don't do this. I did. You did. You told us three months ago. Yeah. Thirty-one years old, over the hill. That's the that's the well, demarcation line for receivers. They never produce like yes. they did before and, and 31. Generally, that's and true. And so I kept hearing generally, that in my true. head, Bull. I still, it's funny because I did say that and I believe that. In most cases, it's the case. He played so well last year. Now, I was hoping you could get him on a one-year deal. Right. But I. Is there an option, by the way? Or is this locked? I don't know how much is Because I never, I didn't year. see anything about it. There being an option for the second year. I, I don't. I don't think no. I don't know. It's I don't know what the guarantee. Money I only is for saw the second two year. years, twenty six minutes. And obviously, he took the money. I just the the thing with the Browns is we all know that this comes. We could talk about the DC. We could talk about the additions on the defensive line. The whole season comes down to is Deshaun Watson the player he was in Houston? Yeah. Is that guy here? If he is, the Browns are a contender. If he's not, they're not. It's sure. that simple. Yeah. However, if he is. Okay, and you want to compete with the Kansas Cities, the Buffaloes, and the Cincinnatis. We'll say yeah. just those three, because right. I think there's others that you have to compete. Miami, with. you can throw but in. But those there. are the three best yeah. in this conference. It's an arms race because those teams are loaded, and those teams are proven. Yeah, those teams. Chiefs obviously so all. You're still not sure that the receiving core here. I just don't. They're not as good. Like, yeah, okay, the Chiefs' receiving core. 
let's throw tight end into that. Yeah, because right? he's he's their best pass catcher. Besides Kelsey, the rest of their guys, there doesn't appear to be anybody special. Right. But he's so ridiculous that it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, he rises got all Kelsey. talent to his right, level. Because he's got because of Mahomes and Kelsey, it doesn't matter. The other guys are going to get open. The Bengals are loaded at wide receiver. Sure. The Bills are not as loaded as the Bengals, but Diggs is special. He's an elite wide receiver. Right. They got a good, solid tight end. They got solid other guys. The Browns' number one receiver is good, but he's not Jamar Chase. He's not Diggs. He's not Kelsey. Right. And so, I want the rest to be as good as possible. Now, I like the potential. I really like Elijah Moore, and I do think there's a lot of potential, but it's not a sure thing. Yeah. And when you're trying to compete but with the Hopkins best of the best. But is Hopkins at 31 a sure thing? Maybe not, but he did still play very well last year. And as I said, he could easily fall off a cliff and we may be looking at him on the Titans and he may suck some of that because they're not very good. And they don't have a good quarterback, but maybe he's what Julio Jones you know, I, was. Goes I'm, not, I'm not saying that he is Dwayne Bow, but I'm, yeah. I'm still scarred from Dwayne Bow. Yeah, I hear that. I'm I mean, this guy's been a much better player in his career. Much better top but, end player than and him. We don't know what type of guy he is, right. you know, <laughs> but. Dwayne Bowe just came here and stole money. Yeah, I'm not killing the Browns for not getting Hopkins, but I'm disappointed because in the end, I, I'm still worried that they're short in in their pass-catching room. I'm worried. I, I think you could be two things. I, I, I'm with you. I do think they need another receiver um, because I, I, I want a buffer. I want, and a lot of people, I said this the other day, and a lot of people on Twitter were like, well, who, who has all these great receivers? Uh, you know, someone's going to get hurt. And, you know, who has all these great receivers where, you know, their third receiver is that good? And I say, guys, I don't think it, sometimes people are a prisoner of the local locality. I don't think people understand just how good certain other people's receiving cores are. Like, you know, the, the Dolphins are elite. The Bengals are elite. You got guys and, and you're playing. In that division, I think the Jets have an opportunity to be a really fun offense. So for me, I'm just, I come off as being over aggressive, right? I want backups to the backups to the backups. In this case, something tells me I got to put this on Deshaun Watson's doorstep, right? If Deshaun Watson really, really wanted, really wanted DeAndre Hopkins, I felt they would have had it done. So you think this is, this is, uh, by a byproduct of him not not at least saying I need him. Yes, he's saying because all 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 else things being equal, go back and look what they did on the defensive side of football. Jim Schwartz got everything he wanted. Everything. Everything. And so did special teams. So did special teams. They got they wouldn't got so if if DeAndre Hopkins is there and and you taking a look at it from the perspective of Deshaun Watson, if he says, guys, I like the people we got but I got a special, I got something special with him. Trust me. Yeah. If you bring him in here, we could pay dividends. I just don't think he had that level of urgency, right? And sometimes even at the price tag though, even even at the price tag, I think they would have took a look at it or went. They little, had the money. They, they had, had, the had they had, had the but money. They would have wiped him out just about. But, yes. Yeah. But who else are they saving it? For no, you're right. Point? That's a good question. You know, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you keep some in a rainy day fund in case you get an injury. And you have to go out and acquire somebody. Because I don't if, know. if right. you if you got a track record, like come on, we, we let's let's take a look at it and go back from just a real world advantage. You're doing a show, right? And they come to you, Jay, and say, "All right, we're gonna start this show. Um, do you know anybody that that is available out there that you really want to work with? If you have a relationship with a guy and he's been awesome where you've been working before, yeah, that's a done deal. Sure, that be, because you'll say, well, look, he'll be a little more expensive than another guy you can get, but he's worth it. But he's worth it. Yeah, and so you think that did not happen? I, I don't think that Maybe happened. Case. I, I, I think that, yeah. I think that's logical, G. I, I think that that doesn't fact, make even, sense. It's probable, I think, that it went that yeah. far. So you're uh, okay, and you're okay with it because you, the age. I, and, I, I'm a little like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of in between you guys. Right. The yeah. age thing, bull, I, because three. Three months ago, we had this discussion. I was preaching we had to get him. Yeah. And you were saying, no, yeah. we don't. And now well, we're on the other side. I didn't want to trade for him. No, I know. But I, even, I think ass. everybody yeah. knew that he was going to yeah. be released because yeah. that's where it was going. Yeah. But for me, uh, like you, I'm disappointed he's not on the Browns because right. I do think that we would be a more forceful offense with him in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But everything comes at a price. I, I rarely give the Browns the benefit of the doubt because I don't think they've earned it. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, I'd like to think that they did their due diligence. They knew what the final price tag was, and they just said, 
I think it's more what I proposed. It wipes away their rainy day fund to where, and, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago they had to go out. Last year they had to go out and they had to get a center, right? They had to. Right. That's yeah. a key component to your season that you yeah. don't have a lot of depth at. They yeah, had sure. to go out and get it. And by the way, that move really made a huge difference in their season. It did. Pochich came in and yeah, overperformed what we thought he was going to do. Right. But you can't completely wipe out your coffers because if you do and then you come up to that situation where you need someone again, you've got nothing there. I just think there's always ways around it in season to get some extra cap space. But I will say this. this the po- I'll spin it positive here. It allows them to see what they got in Elijah Moore. Right? Yeah. To see what David Njoku is. And you and I have been very skeptical about David Njoku. Mm-hmm. But he's never played a full season with what we hope is a great quarterback. Yeah. Well, a guy who's been a great quarterback. What is David Njoku in a full season with Watson? What is Elijah Moore in a full season with Watson? Even DPJ to some degree. And if they feel like they're short at pass catcher during the season there may be some guys that become available. Yeah, yes. There usually are. Now, there usually are. somebody just mentioned, I think before the show, you mentioned Mike Evans, mm-hmm. okay? I don't know what Mike Evans' contract status is. I don't know what Chris Godwin's contract status is off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I don't either. But a lot of people think Tampa Bay's tanking this year to get the, what's his name, Caleb Williams? Yeah. yeah. All right? You want, his, you want his contract real quick? Yeah, like what? Yeah, there, he has a $24 million cap hit this year. That's big. Well, but it wouldn't. You wouldn't have them the whole season, so you wouldn't have to. Uh, the, the, the acquiring team wouldn't take that whole cap hit. They had, He's they, the they second take, highest cap hit for any. What's what's Godwin? How about Godwin? Give me one sec. Because he's younger. Do you know who has the highest cap hit of any receiver this year? Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Uh, Godwin. Yeah. Uh, is twenty six. Is an eight point six million dollars. Okay, cap that's hit. nothing. That's manageable. Now think about that. Like, what if? Chris Godwin became available during the season. Yeah. He's what is he? Twenty eight. He is twenty. But, yeah, turning twenty eight this year. Well, you kind of know what it would take to get him, though. I I hear we don't you. have it. Well, I'm not going to be in the business of just mortgaging uh, away our Zay, future Zay, with number one. Jay 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 looked at it in the back of his mind. What what kind of picks is going with? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know what it would take to get a Godwin. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know that the Browns are willing to do that. What's it going? I don't what, think they should be. Uh, what do you think it's going to take? Somebody. I will, think it'll take at least a second round. I'm at willing, least a second round. To me, Chris Godwin probably a first if, round. If, if I if the Browns are good and Watson's playing well. And they have a chance to be a legit Super Bowl contender. And they'll know by, the, by and then. And they'll know by then. They should. That it's worth giving up a second-round pick for uh, Godwin. So, I, I would say know. revisit it in October. Uh, that will be there. And yeah. if Elijah Moore has exploded and become – remember, he was a high draft pick. So and, a, and he could. If he, he becomes – then, okay, you made the right move and not uh, th- signing off. I, I, yeah. I think this is David and Joku come to Jesus moment. Like – We've had a lot of those. I, I but mean, this but, is the But this one. is this is, I mean, I mean they did, you see, did you guys yeah. see the fan and I think it was a fan and GM poll top ten tight ends in football? He didn't get a win. No, no, no it, it wasn't fans. That was players, coaches, personnel executives, and GMs. Oh, okay. so this was I thought I saw only within the NFL. It came out last week. And so it's last even week. worse that he wasn't the top ten. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, because they should yeah, know. Right. And he didn't get a sniff. So, when it, when and he, was, he was honorable mention. He was in the so they listed the top ten. Yeah. And then they did eleven through fifteen. Right, which honorable is mention. which basically would get you in the top half of the league. And he's paid like a number three tight end. Right. He's paid. I think. I think his deal is the third best deal. I, for I think all he tight could ends. get up to the bottom half of that top ten, but mm-hmm. I. He's never get. I, I'd be shocked if he ever gets in the top I, five. I think maybe when Kelsey retires and Kittle retires. I think. I, I think what scares people is <laughs> that you can see where they like the Browns' weapons. You, I can see how you can say I like them, but it's only one proven guy. Like there's only one guy who, I, who I've watched and turned it on and say he's open or he can get open on man-to-man coverage. That's Amari Cooper. Now, David Njoku has times where he could catch balls that are that are really, like, really exceptional catches, but he also has balls where he drops. Elijah Moore, I like coming out of college, but they liked him in New, in, with the Jets every single year. He never put it together. You now, know, in, in fairness, he didn't have great pass throws. Did, did not okay, have but those guys. What I would say to that is 
Garrett Wilson had a monster year last year. Well, as a rookie, right? That's you good. got That's me good. on that yeah. one. Yep. I think, but I think Garrett Wilson. You talked about before. Mahomes is so good. Yeah. He makes th- those that he's playing catch with better. Yeah. I think same thing in that case. I think Wilson is so good. Right. Well, so I mean, G could have hit him. I mean, you so, think about you think so about the year Josh Gordon. Yes, it is scary. You think about the year Josh Gordon had when he had oh. sixteen hundred yards playing fourteen games, Insane. with a bunch of slappies at quarterback. And he's I gonna mean, have Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers will spoon. Feed. And we haven't even mentioned yeah, Jacksonville and what they got potentially. No, there. I know they're another so, team that's yeah. certainly on the rise. Did you see Hill's comments? He, he, he's basically guaranteeing he's gonna have a two thousand yard season. Yeah. Mommy well, could. Interesting. I mean, he could player. if his quarterback stays clean. Yeah. Ooh. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, who having two thousand what? Yeah. Um, He's the kind of guy that could do it. Oh, sure. If yeah. if his quarterback can stay healthy. He was on pace. For, do you remember when they played? The was Browns on pace last for it year, last year. And we looked at the stats and how he had at that time. I think it was week nine. He had like thirteen hundred yards. The Browns as a team had like twelve. He had yeah. Madden. Stats. I do. I do have a question for you guys though. So Hopkins goes to Tennessee. When the schedule came out. Tennessee's the third game of the season, week three for the Browns. It was one of the ones we looked at, especially in the first five, is hey, that's a must win for the Browns. Yeah. They, they need that because it's probably the weakest opponent in their first five. Vrabel always has these dudes playing hard. Defensively, they're always tough. Now they have a receiver. I don't think Tannehill's a good quarterback. I don't believe in Will Levis or Malik, uh, Malik Willis, the guy they drafted last year. Right. Does Hopkins on Tennessee make you guys do at least a double take no. on that week three game? He makes them better. I mean, yeah, I, they're better. I, I mean, if you think they're going to win, you still think they're going to win. That I don't game's think here, right? Or is it there? No, week three, I believe, is there. Steve, let's put uh, – Wide receivers I, don't really change the point spread. I thought it was so. – I thought that game was here. If, um, if they can't – what are we doing? If they can't beat Tennessee, we might as well just shut the cookie operation down. Like this – It is home. I apologize. It's yeah. at home against Tennessee. Tennessee's a good, solid team. Yeah, remember, though, a couple of years ago, we opened against Tennessee. We, we, kick their ass. we had already put that one in the win column. Oh, like, yeah. Let's get on to week two. And our team quit in the third quarter Baker, and got blown I, off I, the turf. I think they got three. They threw three picks. I remember yeah, uh, Derek Der- Henry ran through 55 people on a screen pass. The game <laughs> wasn't that close. But but I'm just saying, like, if, if you, if you want to be known as that type of team, you you, you, gotta yeah, you have to be Tennessee. Yeah, you have to be Tennessee. Let's wrap it up with this because yeah. Mikey posed this in the notes over the weekend, and it's an interesting concept. So many times players will say when they're in this situation, they can go anywhere. So I'm going to go to a team that has a chance to win the Super Bowl, yeah. that has a Pro Bowl quarterback, and you know. Right. And you look at this and you're like, okay, no, they don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. No. No, they don't have a top tier quarterback. Nope. Um, is it always, always, I mean, always about much, the money? Right? I mean, pretty much. Which. I don't even like. I'm okay with that. If I, I would rather the player say, "Yeah, I went there for the money." Sure, I'm not going to hold it against him. I mean, most of us do. A lot of people in life do things for the money. If you have a chance to make more money, you're going to go. I, I, part of me says, "Well, he's made so much money. Why wouldn't he go with a place with a better chance to win?" Now he may look at the Browns and think they're not. They don't have a great chance to win either. I, to me, it seems obvious the Browns have a better chance to win than the Titans. But again, as you guys said, maybe Deshaun Watson didn't want him. Who the hell knows? Right. But I, I mean. Outside of Jose Ramirez, there's that, not that a lot gonna, of examples that of was guys taking less money. That was going to be my exception, too. Yeah, I mean. It's the only one I can think of. And I'm not talking about, you know, $4 million less to stay. We're talking about a guy that potentially left nine figures oh, on oh, the table. Anywhere yeah. from $90 to $150 million. That's Crazy. nine figures. Yeah. Jose Ramirez said, Crazy. I really like Cleveland. When it's all said and done, Crazy. There better be a statue for Jose Ramirez. Oh my gosh! There better be a parade for Jose Ramirez. I my fear is I don't think he is as appreciated as he should be because no. he gave a city that always ranks dead last in poverty. We rank dead last in so many measurables in terms of places to live, and he said no to one hundred million dollars so he could stay here. That might be one of the best examples yeah. ever of a yeah. player saying, no, it's but not about I, the but money. But I, I look at it like this, you know, like you just said, how many times have those players been rewarded by taking less money? There's very few, op- there's very Re- few. Rewarded in what way? So, okay, like, it, they're not elevated to a certain status. Like, no, they're not, but you know what? Tom Brady took less money, but he knew he was building a lifelong corporation because he was collecting rings. Right. Jose Ramirez 
when he signed that contract, even though they came close in 16, he knows what the Guardians are. Yeah, so he knows my, how they spent. So he probably was thinking, I'm probably going to end my career without a World Series, but I'm going to do this anyhow. So how? what I'm saying is when you take less money, like how usually you would say, well, if, if I take less money, I'm going to be beloved. I'm right. going to. I'm going to. I think he is loved king. by the fans. I think, I think he, he is, is. But my fear is, I don't think he's as appreciated as he should be. Because people don't. Because people. He should have booked himself as the lifelong all-time favorite Cleveland right. athlete right. ever. People yeah. don't realize how good he is because he's not seen as a guy that's making five hundred million dollars yeah. in one of the big cities. I, I think. Ba- I think the diehard baseball fans know. I think. What you're, what you're saying there is more about baseball than it is about Ramirez necessarily. But you probably. But but yeah, I mean, I mean, imagine Bull if yeah. he was a Yankee. Oh my God, he'd yeah, have yeah. oh damn near Derek Jeter status right now. Yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> but baseball is. I uh, listen. I haven't lived in New York in 12 years, so I'm judging. By the way, they're in last end. place right now. Yeah. Let, right. Tied with Boston. <laughs> Boston and the Yankees tied for last. It's unbelievable. Uh, but. And both are light years better than the Guardians. in New York, percentage-wise. Like, yeah. in, in, in New York, again, maybe it's changed because I don't have as good a feel for it as I used to. But when I, from the years I lived in New York until I, 12 years ago, I was mostly there. Baseball and football were this. Yeah. In fact, as a kid, baseball was above football. Yeah. And now it's probably here. It goes back and forth yeah. depending on how good the teams are. I would But second here, that. that's not even close. You know, no. and you know that. You lived in the king. area. You yeah. know how big baseball is. Baseball's here. It, it only here ma- football's here. Baseball's here. It only yeah. makes sense for you to take less money is if you if if going to another place elevates you in the history of the game. But what I would say is, you know, if we're gonna be annoyed sometimes when players go for every last dollar. I mean, I'm very. I, I think it's. I love that Jose. I'm not going to. I'm not annoyed by that, by the way. Right. Like, I, no, I'm not either. But yeah. some people do, and then some people kind of make fun of Jose Ramirez or take pot shots at his agent. He wanted to. You know what? Something to be said for me. He's happy here. He did what he wanted. His agent yes. had to come out and publicly defend Jose's decision. I know, which is because ridiculous. If you're the agent, you you realize that that's kind of brand wrecking. Your biggest star, right. Took a nine figure discount. Nobody does that. You know what? A lot of players go to new places and they're miserable because, you know, right. even if they're making – Jose Ramirez is set for life. Even with all the money he gave and up. And he would have been – He is set for life. No matter what. Right. But – And he, he said, did, you know, know what? what? I'm happy here. I like saying here. don't mess with happy. Yeah. Don't screw with it, man. And he likes it here. He's happy here. Yeah. You know, I think Jose – Jose doesn't love the limelight. Clearly not. If yeah. he wanted to – his English is good enough. He could do English-speaking interviews. 100%. He's hiding behind that because yeah. he just doesn't care for the camera. Yeah. And that's fine. I, th- I think it's a d- you could take less and play longer with baseball. You could play basketball, and you're not. chances are you're not going to have life-threatening injuries. If you are a football player and DeAndre Hopkins is 31 years old, he has one more opportunity to get one – I, I, I naturally, this is it for him. I naturally assume that money that he but, had before, that's gone. No, that, he made over that's 100 million already. But, 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 they go through it, they, man. When you young, they go he takes care of a lot of people. Fair, he may have, I, I don't know. This but is retirement check. I'm not critical of him, but don't try to convince me it's what it, it's something it's not. Don't be at least if you're going to take the money, which is fine. Just be honest about yeah. it. Say this, Who this cares? Team, they gave me the best paycheck, and that's yeah. where I'm going. I think he, I, everything is about a negotiation. The more teams you have involved, Great. When you start saying, "Listen, I'll take a little le- extra less money," you know, I got a quarterback over here, so that opens you up to teams who may not have a big bag of sure. money. So now it's a, like, well, he could go, he could go to uh, New England. What about him going there? And all of all of all, a sudden, all, all I'd say about DeAndre Hopkins is, yeah, maybe he's going to make more money now, and maybe this is his last contract. But let's say he had gone to Kansas City and played with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Well. He, his talent could diminish some, and he'd still probably put up pretty good numbers. I think the smart play would have been to go to Kansas City. Yeah, I now, mean, we if, don't know if, if they were if interested. I'm DeAndre but, Hopkins. I'm even giving them a huge discount. Huge, I would have done and that. And here's why. Whatever. A guy like Mahomes will get you another contract. That's right. A guy like Mahomes will likely get you a ring. Yeah. And in his case, that might be the difference between a gold jacket one day and not. Yeah. Because I think he's certainly tracking as a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But if you put a ring on his finger, I think it books it. Yeah, no doubt. Where By the way, have you started the quarterback? Uh, I have not. I was, was I, a I, I'm, weekend. I'm into episode six. There's eight wow. episodes. 
this is so good. Riveting, huh? And like Mahomes, you know, I know maybe he's saying being a phony at some degree. He comes off very real. And I feel like I have a good feel. My God. Even his wife, I've come around on his wife. I do like his wife. I've grown up. His wife, like, (laughs) owns a, uh, or is part owner of, like, this local women's soccer team, like professional women's soccer. And it's kind of cool. Yeah. Giving opportunity. I don't know. I've really come around on her. But he is, I mean, this guy is just the best. You know what? It's hard not to like. It it is really hard not to like. He's, He's Steph Curry. Oh. Yeah. To me, he's Steph Curry. He's... A very likable and good guy in the community. Yeah. He comes from professional major sports lineage. Yeah. He is arguably both of those guys were at the tops of their games. Steph was clearly an MVP caliber player for a number of years. Some argue still can be. Same with Mahomes. They're like the same dude to me. They even sort of resemble one another a little bit physically. Yeah. Uh it is amazing. Yeah. They're, as much as we hated Steph for the the he is, if you're honest about it, he's hard to dislike. He's really Unlike hard to dislike. Unlike a Draymond Green or whatever. Yeah, but yeah absolutely. Like, Steph's hard like to if, dislike. As much as Cavs fans hated him, if they if the Cavs announced tomorrow Steph's coming to Cleveland, oh we'd, we'd, we'd lose our minds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the same thing with Mahomes. We hate yeah. Mahomes. Oh, my God. You know, but if, 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 if the Browns somehow were able to work a deal where Mahomes is the team's quarterback, the city would go nuts. It was this funny part in one of the episodes where – Henry Winkler, remember who played? The sure. Play? He like Fonzie. H- Henry Winkler had, had tweeted out something about Mahomes just randomly, and then Mahomes called like got invited him to the Chiefs practice, and he goes over and he hugs Henry Winkler, and he got got him a jersey. That's nuts. And it I mean, was it's a game like, against the Raiders. It wasn't practice. It was a game. Against oh yeah, that's the right. Raiders. It was a game. Wow. And he's like, I mean, and, and you see Mahomes, he's like, he's the Fonz. I had to, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> but, no, that's really cool. But, we're yeah. gonna do a full quarterback review <coughs> on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna. Finish Jason's it by gonna then. watch it. G's gonna watch it by then. Bolo finish it. I'm, I'm finish on it. episode two. Oh wow. Yeah. So You're we'll do behind. a full review. I'm, I'm behind two. But on on what is it? An hour each. About 40, 40 45 minutes. See, that's one where I'll get into it and I'll wipe it out. It's hard to on a rainy day. Shut it off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Real quick, before um, we move on, I got one more thing on okay. uh, whether athletes do it for the money. <laughs> so I think we all agree that if a guy decides to take the bag, yeah. none of us have an issue with that. that that's I, I don't. I don't think. Do, he does real quick, it. yes think, or no? Do any of no. you have an issue if a guy? No. No, I encourage guys to do it. On the flip side, when teams make decisions that may not be the most popular t- to fit their cap situation, right? We're always pro player. Hey, go get your money. But when a team does it, it feels like there's the complete opposite effect, even though if you take a step back, they're both doing what's in the best interest for them. Yes. Why do you think it's such a complete different 180 on how fans feel about both of those moves, even though, like I said, I, I know they're opposites. Yeah, I, they're I've thought, well, I've thought a lot about this. I disagree about the premise. The prim- I think the, I think. The you majority. don't think the Browns get more equity than a player that decides he's going to leave no, town? So, so that's what that's what I was saying. I think when he was saying that when a team makes a decision and they, and they leave, I, I thought you were saying that the fans are on more of the side. No, of the, the fans ownership. are always pro team. They're, they're yes. always pro. Always and and, and I've thought a lot about this. We had many discussions about this with my friends and and coworkers yeah. through the years. My baseline thinking on that is they're not leaving. Now I know in our case we lost our team, mm-hmm. but. It's almost like they're the real parent and the player is the step parent. Yeah. And the child is always going to give allegiance to the real parent because they're not leaving their life. Player might. Yeah. And so it's even in a city like Cleveland where Jimmy Haslam was voted in our brief poll yeah. as the number two best owner in town <laughs> tied with Dolan. <laughs> It's crazy, right? That will that will be when I die. That will be the thing that most shocked me about my entire fandom. I mean, yeah, I'll I mean, never get that. And I think Jimmy Haslam is arguably over the last decade been the worst owner in sports. Period. I, but I'll, I can except see for maybe Daniel Snyder. But, but co-sign I can, that. Yeah. With an exclamation yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But I can see why the I winning see. percentage bears it out. Yeah. That's their number. That's and their grade. And all the shady the, stuff the, off the field. Everything. Too. Uh, yeah. Because and so for Cleveland fans to say he's number two, he's yeah. the, he's the second best owner behind Gilbert. I can see why they I'm, do it. 
I can see. I it. can't. It's inexcusable, it's, it's, G. Just I see why I can do it because it's it's what have you done for me in the last five seconds? And what he's done is he's made. It is. Yeah, but I don't forget. Oh, and sixteen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They they give you. He's giving you splash moves. Big ones, like he's giving you Odell Beckham Jr. didn't work I don't out. Care, show that, me the baby. But but that's I, I the, wins. But me. but that's why they put him with the Dolans because uh, the people are saying, well, you yeah, you do good with no money. But if you spent like if you spent like Haslam and did what he would do, you would be great. We would love you, but you don't. Did we ask that question about comparing the GMs of the teams? No, we just did owners. Because that would really tell you even more. Because yeah. the GMs, it's not even close. Not even close. Not even close. It's a runaway. That and I Guardians... bet a lot of people would say Andrew Berry is as good as the Guardians front office because they are prisoner of the moment. Yes. And the Guardians front office in the last year you, has had their, their I'm worst. Just, I, I, don't don't kill the messenger. Well, not, not, only, not only is that the most surprising take I've ever heard in sports, <laughs> yeah. it's the most disappointing. What? That the Browns fans could actually twenty-five oh, percent of the people that oh, voted in the, our the, poll, the, 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 yeah, the owner, twenty-five percent. Yeah. So fifty percent said it's Gilbert. Yeah, twenty-five percent said Haslam. Twenty-five yeah. percent said Dolan. That was the most shocking yeah, and disappointing take I've ever know. seen from a collective fan base. I mean, again, there's there's a hundred owners roughly between the three major sports that we pay attention to. There are. I think the only person you can make a case that's worse than him was Daniel Snyder for the past decade. I, I think that's I, it. I would agree with that. Yeah, he I mean, is I number know, 99. I don't know who else you can yeah, make. Somehow, yeah. the fan, and I, I understand that they love football. Yeah. But yeah. you would think their love for football would also come with right. a, a set of circumstances where you demand that team be great. Yeah. And but we I, have not been. But I think we, the, in fact, we've been colossally bad. I think our fans are, to some degree, irrationally <laughs> think this team is going to be great this year. Now, well, they might turn out to be, but right. it's unproven at this point. But they're, that's part of but, the but prisoner of the moment. But that's care. hopeful thinking. Like, right. I'm, our question was very simple. Not which team do you want to most see win. Right. It was which owner has done the best job during his tenure here. So, and so, that is, they so, so obviously got that wrong. I'll never right. get my here's, mind around here's, it. So here's, here's why. So people's negative emotions... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Way more than positive ones, right? So say for instance, I always said to certain people, love is less than anger, right? When you are angry or you, you you don't think about all the bad times you had, you think about when you broke up, right? The last thing you remember. And a lot of people feel like the, the Guardians, they've checked out on them because of the perception that they are not trying to win and not spending money. And, that, and, and yes, they're good. Yes, they have a better track record. But people are like, no, that's unacceptable because you're telling me Keep coming. Keep showing up. Keep doing what we're yeah. doing. And they don't do it. They don't. You're it doesn't far give away. them a pass to not spend money just get, because they've been good. Yeah, right. And, and so the, that negative taste kind of permeates. It feels like so, you know what I think you're saying? More than Dolan. Here's my here's my saying with sports. In yeah. fact, after our game Saturday, we went to BW3s there in Rocky River, and some of the guys from the other team came. One of them is uh, Charlie. I know you watch every day. Yeah. He's a huge fan of the show. Mm-hmm. I had a long conversation with Charlie, and. One of the things I said to him was, it's my mission statement in life. I hate to lose more than I love to win. Mm-hmm. And I, I love to win second to everything. Yeah, it's the yeah. strongest emotion I have. Win. Except my hatred of losing. Yeah. It, it, that and, feeling. And, and so I, I'm just blown away <laughs> that Browns fans can check that Haslam best owner in Cleveland box when you look Stunning. at the pile of shit he's given us. It's amazing. By the way, um, one last thing before we move away completely from this conversation I just thought of. Yeah. Because uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this on Friday, but I mentioned it last week. I don't know if you – did you did, – did I say Friday that I interviewed Andre Dawson last week? Did no. I, yeah, yeah. No. I mentioned this. So, I, 
I was really excited because he was one of oh, my favorite Oh, God, players I bet. So, Andre Dawson, I'll tell this real quick. It, he, along with, until Ramirez at least, and maybe before, is the greatest example of not taking the money. You're right, because the Cubs were all-time bad there. Well, well, it wasn't. They were, but it was beyond that. Remember, that was the collusion year. Okay. Remember when baseball got sued for collusion? Yes. And Dawson was, Dawson was one of the best players in baseball. He had played for the Expos. He had been great. He had been a all, multiple-time All-Star. He had that cannon in right field. Sure. He had home runs. But it had killed his knees playing on that AstroTurf oh, in Montreal. Yeah, which was like a parking lot and the year with he carpet went, on it. And, yes, and the year he went to the Cubs, that was the, that was the, lock, that was the uh, collusion year, he basically said, I'm giving the Cubs a blank. I want to play at Wrigley Field. Blank contract. You fill in whatever you want. They paid him barely above minimum salary. That Are year. you kidding me? Yeah. I don't remember it was that low. I it do was, remember that he stayed there. With, but the collusion deal, that was real. Yes, 100%. They were absolutely. Rick was Manning the, was part of that. Yes. He, he was one of the guys that was in the collective lawsuit. Right. Dawson was Major the biggest League star and nobody were, was offering him a contract. They were literally, you talk about institutional oh, cheating. Yes. <laughs> they were literally yeah. talking amongst one another saying, we're not going to touch this player. This and, is our ceiling yes. for this and player. Then he ended up, and we'll all benefit if we all stick right. to it. And, and then, then he did. ended up winning an MVP on a last place team, which was the first time that's ever happened. You're right. And then and, A-Rod did it later. Wow. With Texas. Mm. Was he, is he bitter over that? He wasn't. And he was great. I talked to him for 25 minutes. He was so, I, he told me the story because I had remembered when Eric Shaw, remember Eric Shaw pitching yes. the Padres? Yeah. Hit him in the head Ooh, wow. with a pitch. He was out cold on the field. Sutcliffe off the Cubs bench goes bananas, charges out after Eric Shaw. Wow. Huge brawl. All right. Took a while to break it up. All of a sudden, Dawson wakes up and goes after Eric Shaw. He had been knocked out cold. They didn't carry him off. He stood up and went after Eric Shaw, chased so he, him into the dugout. Oh, my God. It was God. crazy. And he told me the whole story behind that. It was amazing. It was fascinating. He must have believed it was intentional. 100%. Because yeah. he had hit a bunch of home runs. He had hit like four home runs off Shaw the last two times. He yeah, so that him. was intentional. Yeah. And it wasn't like Dawson was showboating. I love – where can people listen to that? Because I'd like to listen to that. Check it out. I mean, you could go on Apple Podcasts. And what do they search? Spotify. What, what? Search for The Bullpen with Adam the Bull. Okay, great. And it was I, last week. I got to tell you, I love interviews like that with stars from my youth when I was oh. the 70s and 80s players. You know, I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, he was tough. Yeah. He was a great player. Yeah, and uh, it, it was a yeah. shame that he never really played out a big stage and for a great team. He, he in and in '89 when the Cubs made the playoffs. Remember that? That was the series where Mark Grayson and Will Clark both hit, hit overs like 600. Oh yes. And the, and he was. But hurt. wasn't that like a three-game series? It was. The, it that was, was a four-game series. Yeah, it was the best of five back then in right. the first round. Uh, no, it was. I think it was, was it? seven, but they won it. Oh. Well, maybe I, it I was three. I think it was three. best of five. It might have been a, best of five. It was a CS or a, right. You know, Will Clark was unbelievable. I think he was like 14 for 22 in that series. Yeah, it was nuts. something crazy. Okay, yeah. uh, Mikey. Go ahead. You, you, you want to do some business here before we dive in on the no, Cavs? We actually. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 